calling all registered nurses internationally. This episode is for you. I have been promising for the weeks on Making Australian Migration Easy that we're going to talk to some people in high demand professions. Today, I'm delighted to be interviewing Helen Zahos, an extremely experienced registered nurse and paramedic, to talk a little bit about her experiences and what it's like to live and work as a nurse in Australia. As always, we would like to thank our valued listeners. So stay tuned to the end and there will be a little bonus for you uh, for planning your own migration pathway to Australia. Sit back, relax and enjoy this episode of Making Australian Migration Easy. Hi, I'm Rhea Favole, CEO and founder of Solvi Migration, providing simple solutions for Australian migration. If you want to work, study, or even just vacay in Australia, then you've come to the right place for expert tips on how to stop the confusion and choose the right pathway for a holiday, student visa, or permanent residency in Australia. Join me on Making Australian Migration Easy. As we say in Australia, no worries, mate. Today's episode, I'm going to be interviewing our guest, Helen Zahos. She is a humanitarian and emergency nurse and paramedic who has volunteered in disaster areas around the world, and she has cared for some of the world's most vulnerable people. Helen has volunteered in Iraq, in IDP camps, in Nepal after earthquake, and in Philippines after a typhoon, as well as assisting during Syrian refugee crisis on the border of Greece. Since then, she's worked in emergency departments, in tertiary hospitals, and in remote indigenous communities, attended disaster responses, both locally and internationally, and work with asylum seekers and refugees. Helen grew up on Groot Island, which is a remote community in the Gulf of Carpentaria in the Northern Territory of Australia. She has completed her nursing and paramedic studies in Darwin, also in the Northern Territory of Australia. This is where she worked in the emergency department and was involved with the Royal Darwin Hospital response to the Bali bombing. Helen is a known entity in the media for humanitarian work in nursing here in Australia and abroad. She's also uh, starred in uh, TEDx talks and most recently in the Women of Heart won the Woman of the Year Award. So excited to bring her to our show. Everyone, today I'm so excited. As I said, I'm going to be introducing our guest, Helen Zahos. I had promised you we're going to be talking to people about amazing careers in Australia and the number one skill shortage right now is registered nurses. So I am absolutely delighted and privileged to have a close friend of mine who is an amazing nurse um, to have a chat to us. So I would love if you could introduce um, yourself and what your profession is and some of your experiences. Sure, my name's Helen Zahos. I'm a nurse and paramedic and I've been nursing now for nearly 25 years. Uh, I feel exhausted just thinking about that, but I've had such an incredible, incredible career. Um, I've worked in remote areas here in Australia. I've done some overseas work, but my work here in Australia is just, uh, I've loved every minute of it basically. It's a great country to come and work in. That's fantastic. So had, had you always wanted to be a nurse? I think as a little girl, I tended to be drawn to helping people. And uh, yeah, I would say that I've always wanted to be a nurse. Oh, that's really, that's beautiful. I, I, I didn't know I wanted to be a lawyer, but here I am. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice when someone knows their profession from early on. I wanted to 
explore a little bit more when you say being a nurse in Australia, what type of nursing have you trained for here? I, when I finished my bachelor's, so university, I ended up uh, working at the Royal Darwin Hospital, so up in the Northern Territory, up in Darwin, and uh, straight out of uni, ended up in an emergency department, which was unheard of 25 years ago. You had to have a lot of experience to land in an emergency department. So pretty much my specialty and all of my training has been around the emergency department space. And now in my later years, I've done a little bit of ICU, uh, so intensive care. Yeah, fantastic. And so with Australia, I mean, you've, you've, I know personally, you've had a number of different experiences beyond Australia, but I, a lot of our listeners will be considering Australia and they're registered nurses and want to know a bit more. So can you tell me a bit more about the different types of clinical settings that you've had an opportunity to work mm. in with your nursing career here? I've worked in a lot of tertiary hospitals, so large public hospitals with a lot of trauma centres, but I've had the opportunity to work in smaller, remoter and more rural kind of settings. And I often recommend people, especially younger people coming out of uni, to go out to those more rural areas or smaller areas. Um, and I suppose your listeners today may be giving them that advice as well. Don't always get drawn to the bigger cities because there are a lot of, Australia is such a large country and there are smaller kind of uh, rural hospitals that you can work in and get such a great um, exposure to the kind of work that we have here in um, Australia. But, you know, it's a smaller kind of community feel about the place. So if that's what you might be chasing rather than a big city, because very often when people come to a country, they want to, they get drawn to what are the, the, you know, the biggest cities that we most uh, hear about, Melbourne, Sydney, those kind of places. But if you try and consider the smaller, smaller more rural areas, uh, you probably have a much more rewarding experience. So that's fantastic. Yeah. And I guess for listeners who don't know, um, if you could tell them a bit about your background and how you whether or not, we, so how you came to Australia and where you grew up. Yeah, so I'm actually Greek uh, background. I was born here in Australia, but both my parents migrated over. And I grew up in a remote community up in the Gulf of Carpentaria of Australia, so Groot Island, up in a remote island. So I've also had the experience of nursing in very remote Indigenous communities across Arnhem Land, uh, which is quite an experience and something uh, I talk about a lot when I'm overseas speaking to nurses um, out there to try and encourage, you know, when people come into the country uh, to experience that Indigenous culture as well, because as you would may or may not know, uh, there's uh, great disparities in the healthcare, not health, just the healthcare, but health of Indigenous and non-Indigenous Australians. So it's very different nursing in a hospital, say, in a, a big city uh, compared to these remote communities. So not unlike um, when I was nursing in Africa, for example. So it's such a, a, an amazing experience to really see traditional culture out there in those remote areas and to be part of that community and to be able to nurse. So amazing. Yeah. I guess when we talk about some of those different experiences, there would be some differences and you've had international exposure as well. So I'd love to hear a little bit about the experiences uh, that you've been to with your nursing and maybe some of the differences that you've seen country to country and how nursing is delivered. Yeah, absolutely. So I've done a lot of disaster and humanitarian style nursing just at a, you know, on a voluntary kind of level, but I've gone back to Greece during the refugee crisis and nursed there. 
uh, very different when, yes, I'm bilingual, am I fluent? You would probably think I'm fluent, but you know, when you're in a medical facility, speaking to doctors and um, patients and translating, my Greek isn't that great, I discovered. Um, but some countries, you know, we use the metric system, other countries don't. Um, there's different language around, um, not just the equipment, but the way and the processes that things are done um, and different kind of like levels of not policies, but best practice, I guess. So something that we would do here in Australia might be very different in other countries. We've got quite a high standard here, which I'm quite proud of. Um, and obviously working in disaster areas, um, you're not, you know, you're working on the front line, you're working out of a tent sometimes, um, mm -hmm. clinics that are, that are set up very quickly, um, you know, in a, yeah, in an emergency type fashion. So the next question, so I'm, you know, for, for our listeners who wouldn't know, where are you now living and um, nursing? Well, apparently it's winter, but we're here on the Gold Coast, the very <laughs> sunny Gold Coast in Queensland. And I did spend a lot of years up in Darwin in the Northern Territory until I was about 28, but I've moved here and I just love the Gold Coast. Like it's so diverse. You've got the mountains, but you've also got the sea. We're very famous for our surface paradise and um, the beaches. But what I love about, um, I think, nursing here on the Gold Coast, I mean, I'm agency nursing at the moment. So I was full time in a public facility, uh, a little bit of time in the private sector. And now I just uh, agency nurse. So I get a text message or a phone call um, or I, I let them know my availabilities and decide my week from there, really. So day to day, if I want to come and catch up with a friend or go down to Byron Bay, just in New South Wales, an hour's drive away, we can go and have a day down there. If, you know, I don't know. I, th I feel like we're quite, uh, not central, but close to everywhere here. So if you want to duck down to Melbourne or Sydney, it's such a quick flight. It's nothing. Um, and with agency nursing, you can just... Um, you know, travel around a lot. It's almost like a working holiday all the time for me, actually. I love it. <laughs> Sounds brilliant. So maybe if you could drill down for, for listeners who may not know that option, because I think a lot of people would be feeling the burnout, particularly post-COVID. Mm. I know all of you in the medical professions have been doing what you can to help keep people safe and alive and follow ever-changing rules and so on. So I think a lot of people would be turning their minds to how can I do life differently? And you've got these nursing skills and Australia needs nurses. So I guess from your perspective, do you think you're able to have a bit more balance with your nursing career than maybe in the public and private employment? Absolutely. I am really loving. Uh, I turned, I think I turned after COVID, I turned to the agency, but I mean, I've doing, been doing agency nursing on and off for a long time because it gives you that opportunity for disaster came up for me I could just get up and go I wasn't attached uh, I didn't have to apply for leave or anything but you're absolutely right after COVID I think uh, all of us were a bit burnt out tired uh, and it has been nice to take a step back a little bit and you know financially sort things out so that I can judge when I can you know how many shifts will I need to do in a week what I do enjoy about the agency nursing is if you happen to score a really good shift over a weekend, well, that's it for the week. Financially, you don't need to struggle for those long shifts um, all during the week. You can actually balance it and go off and do, you know, if you want to go scuba diving, if you want to go climbing the mountains, you know, go hiking, 
uh, whatever time of season it is, there's always something to do around the place. But I encourage people to come to Australia, come and nurse here because honestly, it's such a large country and even all of us uh, that live here haven't seen the most of it. So it's a great opportunity to be able to work a handful of shifts um, and go off and, and jet set around the place. And the brilliant thing about agency nursing is you can go into another state and just pick up from there. So if you happen to be in Western Australia, wanting to go and you know swim with the whale sharks or I don't know, look at the dolphins down there or do some wine tasting, you can pick up a few shifts along the way. So, Amazing. you know, and yeah, keep traveling around and, and see Australia that way. Maybe I need to rethink my career strategy. Maybe, maybe nursing is it for me, but no, thank you. That sounds wonderful. I think it's really good for people to have that understanding of what different opportunities might look like. And, you know, the fact that you've managed to build a career where now you're able to focus your attentions on things that are passion projects, as well as get the um, continued practice as a nurse and get the financial benefit to still have a balanced life. That's wonderful to know that that can be done here. So thank you for sharing that. You did kind of touch on uh, a little bit in terms of advice for people starting out, but I'd love to hear from you if you had, you know, one thing that you would love to tell people if they're They've maybe just they've done they've done a year or so. They're a registered nurse in another country. They're thinking about something else. What would be your advice in terms of next steps and experience? Is that coming to Australia? To yeah, work maybe maybe other things. What kinds of things could people think of? I think the advice I would give people is again what I was saying earlier: not to just focus on the larger cities uh, and the bigger tertiary hospitals necessarily. Uh, there's a lot of rural areas and small rural hospitals that need support, far north Queensland, for example. I remember nursing up in Mariba there for just for five weeks and I loved that little hospital. And it's much more of a, a family kind of feel, community feel, and you often have a lot more support out in those areas. So, look, it is great to get to some of these bigger um, hospitals that have bigger names because of the traumas and stuff and the facilities that they've got. But... Uh, yeah, certainly some of these more rural hospitals um, are great places to start. And so don't overlook them if they're offered to you as a contract or, you know, as just a, a short-term contract through an agency or something because they really are little hidden gems, I would say. It sounds like a brilliant way to get to know another country if you moved here and get exposure to, like you said, more than just what the big cities. I mean, they're fantastic cities. They I'm, are. They're great. I'm, I'm completely biased, but yeah. <laughs> I also love... Uh, how diverse Australia is. You've got regional towns, you've got outback. We go up into the tropics. Um, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to go to the ski field. So there's sort of, you know, such a wide variety of experiences. Absolutely. So it would be a shame for anyone to just think it could only be done one way. So appreciate you sort of bringing some context to that as that's an experience. Okay. And because we are so multicultural, there is a lot of culture out there. And that's what I love about Australia. You know, we've got our Indigenous culture um, and rich history there. So, you know, come over to Australia and, and nurse out here. Honestly, I, I can't rave about it enough. I've, yeah, I really do love nursing here. So that's fantastic. As you've said, you've now got that time where you can focus on those things that are your passion. 
Um, I know you you chatted with uh, me just before we came in uh, to record this, and I understand that you're about to take a trip and you you know you said you had time overseas also working in humanitarian. I'd, I'd love to hear a little bit about what you're about to do with that time. Yeah, uh, well, actually, I was in Ukraine not long ago uh, on one of my passion projects or volunteering uh, as, you know, as a humanitarian nurse. But this time around, I'm going back to Greece, uh, first and foremost to visit family. But one thing I do like to do is when I'm visiting a country, uh, not to turn up empty handed. So quite often, even if I'm going back to Greece, it's particularly after the, the humanitarian crisis that we had uh, back in 2015, uh, sorry, the refugee crisis, back in 2015, 2016, I would often go back with equipment that was needed or I would ask the organisations, especially in the clinics, uh, what was missing. And it was a rescue team that I actually uh, developed a, a great friendship and connection with and assisted them with uh, defibrillators uh, all those years ago. And since then, it's been, you know, helmets and stretchers and stuff. This trip, uh, I'm fundraising to get some mannequins to try and train more and more volunteers and also people out in local villages in Greece uh, about CPR training and uh, training them in first aid. So I have a GoFundMe going at the moment, um, or running at the moment. I think you're going to pop up a link yeah, for I can me. Pop, I'll pop link uh, in for people. So if they're interested in, you know, directly supporting and donating or if they want to share it with other people, it's a fantastic cause and you're an amazing woman. So, you know, you do great work uh, and, you know, people like you and other nurses who want to help like this are absolutely needed in the world right now. So thank you for, for that. Um, I would also like for our listeners to be aware that if you listen to this podcast and you mention it when you uh, want to come to Australia as a registered nurse for all new um, clients that we will be donating 5% of all the proceeds from that to uh, a cause of, of Helen's choice, which oh, at the moment you. is the um, GoFund for the um, the mannequins for Deeprib. But um, we, we'd love to continue working and supporting oh, that. Thank you so, so much. We really appreciate your, your time um, today. Um, I guess for anyone who's listening, because you have this amazing career and they might want to know a bit more, um, where do they find you online? Oh, a simple Google search, actually. Just um, <laughs> if you type in Helen Zahos, Z-A-H-O-S. Um, I have a website, but that's more for speaking. So www.helenzahos.com. Reach out to me on socials. It's that simple, really. Um, but before we finish up, and I don't know if you can tie this in somewhere, but I just really want to reach out to some people overseas that might be tired um, after particularly the pandemic and just consider consider coming, come for a trip, even if it's a short time, even come to live here for a while. Honestly, um, sometimes that change of environment, and I know nursing is difficult, doesn't matter what country you're in, but sometimes a change in that environment can just be the change that you need. And um, we welcome you with open arms because... Uh, yeah, we need as many nurses as we can. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's that's 100% true. And, you know, from my perspective as an immigration lawyer, I think it's it's a great time because the visa rules have changed. So you can get permanent residency and come to Australia and work. You don't need to have employment. First of all, you can actually just arrange and we can help you with getting registrations and everything with our health authorities, get your skills assessed. And then you have permanent residency for this country. You can eventually become a citizen if you want. You don't need to lose your opportunity to have citizenship uh, in your home countries as well. So it's a great opportunity 
Um, yeah. No, that's fantastic. I didn't realise that. I know personally in the past when I've looked at other countries for myself to go overseas, the difficulty and the daunting task, the thought of visas, um, the process of, you know, getting registered, like we have APRA here in Australia. So that's really, no, that's really great to know. Um, and happy to share that with as many nurses as I can, as I can <laughs> out there. You. Share it because well, honestly. Spread the word. Spread the word. <laughs> if you can, you know, that's half the battle is getting all of that sorted. So thank you so much. So today we've had an amazing show listening live to someone Helen Zahos, who is a registered nurse and paramedic with years of phenomenal experience, including in many different facets of registered nursing in Australia. She will delight you <laughs> with all of her experience and ideas that you can have to think about how to build your career as a registered nurse by coming to Australia. As a special offer for listening in as our valued listeners, please, if you need some migration advice, go to our website, that's www.solvimigration.com.au, that's S-O-L-V-I migration.com.au, click on book a consultation and where you go to pop in the payment details, enter this redeem code and you'll get a $50 discount off your first consultation. You enter 5-0 off, that's 50 off and you will receive $50 off your first consultation. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode. Please let us know in your comments what you think or if there's other areas that you'd like us to cover off. Don't forget to share the show and like and subscribe. I hope you've enjoyed listening to Making Australian Migration Easy with me, your host, Rhea Favole. If you're ready to get started on your pathway to Australia, you can book a consultation on our website solvimigration.com.au that's solvimigration.com.au if you've enjoyed the show and have learned a thing or two please share rate and review our podcast your feedback means the world to us as we try and let more people know the best way to study and work in australia in a way that sets them up for long-term success thanks for listening and i'll catch you later